Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Yeah, and, and that's the nice thing about like I, I'm here with technical traders. That's our that's my company, and that's a nice thing about technical analysis is we follow price, we follow trends. We don't pick tops. We don't try to bet against the trend because statistically, a trend is more likely to continue than it is to reverse. So mm -hmm. why do you keep trying to pick a top? I know nothing makes sense. This we're in a recession. Depends who you ask. I mean, it's just total chaos. COVID. The market should be tanking. So we think, but it it's not. Until it does, I mean, you, got, you can't fight this trend. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. And this is coming straight from my brand new trading course called the AI Stock Trading System. I've literally pulled this lesson straight out of the course and I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special guest online, somebody who hasn't been on in a while, and I'm excited to talk to you again, Chris Vermeulen. He is the chief market strategist at thetechnicaltraders.com. And Chris, man, I am, I'm excited to have you back on. It's been a while. What's new? Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for having me on the show, Chris. Uh, Lots, lots going on. Lots of activity in the markets, the elections, stimulus, COVID. I mean, we're we're in the front trenches here with landmines about to hit the news media pretty much every day. Something seems to hit. So, uh, yeah, exciting trading times. Uh, Going to be some big moves, I think, unfolding. Uh, but there's some volatility, I think, in the near term. Yeah, you got that right. And and to give the the audience some perspective, the election just happened earlier this week. It is Friday of the election week, and we still don't know who the president is going to be. But one thing we do know is the stock market is kind of out of control. I mean, like it's up like ten percent since the election a couple days ago. I tell you what, if the first time you ever traded was this week and you bought a boatload of out of the money call options, you would think that this is the easiest market ever. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> Dude, what, what's the deal? Like, what? Now, obviously, none of us really know, but what do you think is going on out there to cause this, like, strength, this huge market rally just after the market kind of teeter-tottered and faltered down? Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. If, um, if we look at the, what, what people did in September, as we started to kind of get closer to the election, people were starting to get uncertain. We saw the market start to sell off. There's a little bit of fear of what is going to happen for the election. And, and now that the elections are, are underway, it's still undecided who's going to win. But it's pretty clear that, I mean, the Senate is going to be divided. Uh, you know, so that to me 
added a lot of comfort for people. You know what? We don't know who's going to win for sure, but it's divided, which means there's going to be no crazy way out there stimulus plans and tax rate hikes. And uh, there's definitely going to be a, a governor in there, a gauge, right? Which I think is good. I mean, um, you, you don't really want one party to run something full steam ahead because they can go too far in one direction. So mm -hmm. to have a middle ground, it may not be the best for the stock market. I think the stats are anytime a house has been uh, divided, it's averaged a 6.3% return a year versus, you know, a house that's kind of heavy on one side is about 9.3. So it's quite oh. a dramatic difference in performance. But for the end user, I mean, the, the normal people, not the rich Americans, you know, Ameri or investors, uh, they might they don't benefit as much. But the average Joe, I think, gets a better deal because, you know, the, the deals are made to kind of work for the majority, not just, you know, the stock market people. And the stock market really is just a view of the wealthy people's, you know, attitude towards uh, or their sentiment because they're the ones who own stocks. Right. The majority of the mm -hmm. stock market's held by very small group of people. The average Joe doesn't trade, doesn't own stocks uh, or enough of it that it's life changing for them. So, yeah, we don't change that. I mean, that that that's kind of my goal here is like, how can we empower individual investors to kind of just put their funds in and have some confidence? Right. I yeah. dude, I know exactly what it's like. I remember um, since we talk about buying out of the money calls, I remember my first trades was buying like most of my account and out of the money calls and dude, I blew up my account within 60 days. Yeah. Like, like there, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me tell you, I, I was wishing for a rally like this, but you know, those kind of things, while, while they hurt, I think they are our responsibility as media producers to kind of relate that to the individual investors and kind of a, give them hope that they can figure this out and B, you know, to kind of tell our war stories and, um, you know, yeah. show, show our scars and help them in that way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, the majority of traders, I mean, there's tens of millions of new traders just in America alone, mm -hmm. uh, this year. And of course they had the mark, they all piled in right after the March lows. And so they had this amazing run. I know a lot of people who took up day trading and they were absolutely killing it. They were blowing my mind. They were totally new to trading and they're making like, you know, two, three, five thousand $5,000 a day. And I'm like, oh man, I got to follow you because it's amazing. I mean, it was the perfect market condition for traders. A lot of traders, a lot of those were trading options. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's funny because it's right after the September peak, the game really changed and almost everyone I knew trading it said, I'm I'm like giving back money. I'm like paying back everything I just made and I can't make money anymore. And I'm like, yeah, welcome to a normal market. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't something where you can buy anything and it sticks and goes higher. It's a, uh, it's a tough market. So it's uh, definitely an interesting time. And when you get into the options, I mean, a lot of people are buying the out of the money. They want that high leverage, uh, higher risk play. And they don't understand the curve of, of theta and time and how much it eats up. They buy these very short lifespan stock or options and it kills them, right? And so that's one thing people really need to grasp is take education on options because yeah, it's a double sides a beast if you don't know what you're doing. Yes, with that, I mean, you're totally right. And, you know, looking at the market, like you're talking about in the September peak, I mean, it kind of just faltered and, and I described it to a lot of people as it just kind of died, right? I mean, like it had all this momentum and then just kind of 
bleh, fell over and kind of just barfed out. I mean, yeah, a, 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 I'm sure there's a barf pattern somewhere that we could look at. <laughs> but that's about I call it a waterfall was. sell-off, but it, or waterfall, a waterfall barf, whatever. <laughs> Depends on what part of the country you're from, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But dude, it's uh, you know, looking looking at it, right? I got out right, man. I got right back in when. Uh, I don't know, it was about three weeks before the election. There was this nice little rally. I got in, I had a, a good point on that, made a little, a little bit of money. And then uh, it kind of crested and turned back around, barfed again. And um, when it did, I got back out and, you know, I, I put it on my social media and stuff. I'm out until after the election. Mm-hmm. Now the election's come and it's this huge rally. And I know a lot of people are going to be excited, like, oh, my God, this is how the stock market's supposed to work again. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't even have a president, like, decided at this point. Now, granted, by the time this airs, it's going to be all different. But, you know, that that concerns me, right? It's a, it's a really hot, bubbly market. And what's going to happen to these people who don't really know what's going on, right? I mean, yeah, th- that makes it's me tough. nervous. I mean, this, the stock market's had this big rally. And when you look back from the September highs, actually from the March lows to the September highs, and the kind of zigzagging chart uh, pattern on the SP500, the NASDAQ, I mean, it's a big pennant formation. It's it's kind of going into a, a, an apex here. And this week, uh, we saw the stock market rally huge without a president, a new president elected. And it's run right into that upper resistance line. And not only that, but the way it got up there was every day the market gapped dramatically higher and then would rally. And then the next day it would gap dramatically higher and rally again. And we hit that that resistance level on these price gaps. And it's not good when a market runs up on gaps because on the indexes, almost every gap gets filled. So we got to go and fill those gaps before the stock market's really going to continue to go higher. So there's going to probably be another pullback and a little correction here. And, uh, you know, that's I think a lot of people aren't expecting that. But you do need to kind of step back and and look at this market the way it's moving. And you want to focus on the key, the strongest sectors, because if you pick the wrong sectors here, especially um, the way things have been moving, you could you could really be underperforming the market. And mm-hmm. for for example, you look at the leading sectors this year, it's been clean energy, solar up like 200, 270%. And then you look at the laggards, which is uranium stocks and crude oil stuff, and they're all down dramatically. It's just terrible performers. So it's interesting that the two best and the worst are clean and dirty energy, but uh, it shows you the difference. I bet you it's over 300%. That's way over 300% difference between the worst sector and the best sector from the March lows. And that's mind boggling, right? So the key is to find the best asset now, which I call BAN, and that's the strategy I use. You look for the leaders, the early leaders, and they should be the ones that start to run once the market uh, breaks to a new trend, which hopefully will be to the upside um, Mm -hmm. in the next uh, week or so. Now, historically, a pennant pattern is bullish, right? Yeah, it's usually the halfway point uh, of a a pattern. And the size of the pennant that's forming right now on the SP500 and the NASDAQ from the March lows is actually pointing to around a 34% rally in the SP500, which is huge. And that'll blow Mm -hmm. people's mind and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's how the market works. It'll do what you least expect, and that's what the charts are pointing to. So if it breaks to the upside, I think the market's going to have a huge run. There's going to be a few sectors that I think are going to just completely be amazing into the year end, especially with uncertainty, with stimulus. Um, so it's it's exciting. Yeah, exciting is a great word. 
as long as you're winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing you need to keep in mind, people, if the trend is up, I mean, if it's moving up, don't just think automatically, oh, I need to short this. Trust me, I've learned the hard way. Don't fight the trend. Even if you don't believe that it's going to continue to go on forever, that doesn't mean you need to short it. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's the nice thing about like, I, I'm here with technical traders. That's our, that's my company. And that's a nice thing about technical analysis is we follow price. We follow trends. We don't pick tops. We don't try to bet against the trend because statistically a trend is more likely to continue than it is to reverse. So mm -hmm. why do you keep trying to pick a top? I know nothing makes sense. This we're in a recession. Depends who you ask. I mean, it's just total chaos. COVID the market should be tanking. So we think, but it it's not. Until it does, I mean, you got, you can't fight this trend. Yeah, no doubt. Now let's talk about metals, right? The last time you and I spoke, you were very heavy long metals, and I I've played metals a little bit uh, since you and I talk, and I tell you what, the volatility there surprised me. I mean, I was um, silver ate my lunch. Let me tell you, I was long silver one day, and then it dropped four percent. And then, um, you know, it started to look like it was going to reverse. And so I went short silver and then it started to reverse again on me. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then I was uh, I was out of silver. And then a couple of days later, it dropped like 8%. And then the following day, another 4%. And I'm like, this is this is unusual. What is going on here? Yeah, sil silver's tough. It's kind of like natural gas. It can be a widow maker. It moves fast. <laughs> in one day, you can make a killing. In one day, you can <laughs> lose a fortune. Uh, you got to play with position sizing. You've got to understand the volatility because it can move 4 or 5% pretty easily, believe it or not. And when it does, it happens very quick. You don't have time to like get out of it. It's just like a big intraday pop and rally and you know, it's a lot of times the move happens in pre-market or overnight, so you can't even trade options or ETFs to get out of it when it makes the majority of these moves. So uh, you got to be very cautious. The key with them with metals is to kind of look at the bigger picture, the weekly chart, um, zoom out on the daily, figure out where the key levels are. I try not to play the the oscillations between highs and lows. Silver's been kind of channeling down yeah. the last few months. And because it's in a big secular bull market, I'm not looking to short it at all. I'm letting it kind of weave itself out, kind of fade out. And when it starts to reverse to the upside, that's when I want to get in for the next leg higher. So that's what it looks like it's actually done this past week. We've seen gold, silver miners, more or less the silver miners have had the best run. This mm. SILJ broke out of a beautiful bull flag pattern. It's a halfway point. It's actually showing 60 to 70% upside if they actually take the lead. And I think they could be one of the strongest sectors going into the holiday season. Uh, so it's it's pretty exciting. There's a few other sectors that are starting to pop up. But I mean, we're still so close during this election that we don't know which way things are gonna shake out. And it's gonna take probably another week to really get a gauge on which sectors are the major leaders and which ones uh, to stay away from. And you know, this is absolutely a classic case of holding your money and just waiting for things to play out is a much more conservative strategy than, than most people want to take, but probably the best course of action. Because, I mean, that's literally what I'm... I've not even opened my trading platform in two weeks. Like, when I when I got out, I was like, I'm not going to get in till after the election. And now all this rigmarole after the election, and who knows how long this is going to play out. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know if there's going to be a catalyst event coming because like we finally get a president 
or how long this is going to play out. But I tell you what, man, I love a good conspiracy. So I, I, I saw a conspiracy uh, the other day, right? So now obviously context here still, we don't have a president yet, but the elections happened. Um, that Trump sabotaged the uh, Democrats by placing all of these like, uh, what do you want? Like, like blockchain uh, tracking uh, numbers on the uh, on the ballots and that way that they can track where all the ballots went and how they were tampered with and everything else. And I'm like, Ooh, this is good. <laughs> this is a good conspiracy. I like this one. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies. I hear from a lot of people. I mean, there's some, uh, I don't, I don't like to go down the conspiracy theory just because it's a negative thought. I don't even like to watch negative shows or movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, I'd rather be happy and watch good stuff, right? So I hear about these conspiracies and I just hate to think that all these bad things are happening and there's all these evil people and plans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but there's a lot of really interesting ones where I'm like, oh boy, you know, it kind of makes sense. I sure hope the heck that's not happening, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, no joke. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> this this market right now is is something else. And that that's why I'm glad to be able to, to talk to somebody with you and your expertise from the technicaltraders.com to kind of give our audience some understanding that, hey, you know what? There's there's bigger pictures at play here. There's certainly opportunities in different sectors that you need to be aware of, just like you were talking about there with your um, your band strategy. And I think it's really key to just be open, right? Don't be mm-hmm. set. Don't say, and certainly like you talked about earlier, don't call tops and bottoms, especially right now with this volatility in like pretty much every asset class. We don't need yeah. to be doing all that. <laughs> Well, hey, man, I see the market just open because your screens are flashing like crazy back there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There should be some activity today. Metals are up big again. It's uh, they're they're on fire. The dollar's falling. It's uh, it's pretty exciting times for sure for metals traders. Now, do we want the the dollar falling? Because like, wasn't that Trump's whole deal is he wants a strong dollar or am I crazy? I don't know what Trump wants because he says one thing one day on a tweet and then retake takes it back the next day so i don't wait, really wait, wait. know Isn't that but normal? <laughs> it would be it would be nice not to have these random tweets that move the markets dramatically and then you know the whole comment is retracted the next day i mean we don't really need that those extra landmines in the market it's tough enough but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens he definitely keeps everybody on their toes <laughs> yeah without a doubt well, hey, man, this has been a, a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, to hang out with us and, and yeah, share your yeah. wisdom. And definitely um, make sure you head on over to thetechnicaltraders.com and to learn more from Chris and, and his team there. They're fantastic. Chris, thank you so much. Hey, thanks. Take care. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're gonna find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. (laughs) And the only way I'm gonna be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're gonna get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com 
That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today. The five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.